for joining us for this week's chapter of Not in the Textbooks podcast, where we sit and chat about the nitty-gritty never discussed in any of your textbooks. I'm Tanja. And I'm Audra. But before we dig into today's chapter, let's clear up some business. This podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. The views within are our own or are our guests' own. They do not reflect our profession, their profession, or any entity with whom we may have connections for employment now, in the past, or even in the future. If you need medical attention, advice, or care, please seek your own personal medical practitioner, not our podcast. We hope you enjoy. So... How are you? I am super fantastic. And how are you? I'm, I'm fantastic. Yes. Super fantastic. Excellent. Go with your good, bad, and ugly. Okay. My bad and ugly. Okay. My bad is that. I work at a troubled building. Yep. That we're needing staff in all departments mm. from dietary, laundry, housekeeping, nursing, you know, nursing to CNAs, med aids, all of that. Top to uh, the bottom, front to the back, and then a few more after that. Exactly. Um, and. We are trying to clean it up and make changes and get it where it needs to be. Yeah. And should be for every resident and patient that lives there. And in that, that does cause some disruption because not everybody accepts change well. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes that does upset residents and staff as well. Yeah. Or both. Anyway, state visited our building again. Oh, did you miss some? On a complaint survey, I think they missed us. Mm. Um, you know, they're coming home about every <laughs> three month to four weeks. Least. Yeah, three. Yeah. They're like kids so, at college. They yeah, come back to do their home. laundry. <laughs> yeah, they're coming home. Um, this time it was different ones. This was the supervisors group. Mm. They were all supervisors. Mm-hmm. Um, and my ugly is that state was there on complaints, um, and the complaints involved pressure wounds, which, hello, that's my department. That's me. Um, well, I guess you include the charge nurses who do wound care, the very few of them that do, um, because you do have those lazy ones who feel like they shouldn't have to do wound care, Mm. uh, after I leave, because I'm the wound care nurse, huh? Uh, that'd be great if they did their job to help prevent those wounds. <sighs> anyway, um, I gave a little pushback to a state surveyor. Yeah. In the sense that the ser- scenario went, they were they were digging, they were questioning me. They had been there this uh, for two days and. Sometimes it does feel like an FBI interrogation. God, I can imagine. And especially when they've been there 
a few times, you know, right. Where it feels repetitive, like they're missing you. They got to yep. come home. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were really questioning and digging about wounds, of course. And the thing is, is they have to, because they don't only in their focus of that complaint in order to prove, is it a one-time thing? Oops. If there was an oops, which ha ha ha, there wasn't. Um, but if there had been, they need to prove, was it a one-time thing because everyone's human or is it a, is, is it a, what's the word I'm looking for? Is it a habit? Pattern. A pattern. It, a thank pattern. you. Thank you. Is it a pattern? Is it something that happens over and over? Uh, yeah. Is this your standard where, of care? Is this your, yeah, thank you. That's yeah. what I'm getting at. Is this your standard of care? Uh, and they have to pull so many resident charts and, and look into so many other residents that are similar to the one involving the complaint in order to determine whether it's a pattern or in not. order to determine is it a pattern was it just a one-time thing is it a harmful thing does it deserve a deficiency tag right and yes there were other complaints around this one complaint that had to do with like quality of care um which then that umbrella has several things under it mm-hmm. quality of can- care can have to do with your environment your food service your nursing care all of that has to do with quality, quality of, of care, care. Mm-hmm. yes um and i had been in the room with them and i had been i'm gonna say being questioned um, cause it was, it was a question and answer session and oh, it had lasted man. a, mm-hmm, and it lasted a while. Uh, so I leave that room because now they're requesting information and they have to go back. They're going back a period of time. Right. And it was like so many months back to current. So, okay, now, I've, now I have to get more information and now it's like six months worth I'm frustrated because I want them to leave. I'm tired of having them as guests in our building. You didn't ask for them to come. You didn't send them an invite. It's not the holidays. It's just all becoming a little frustrating, you know? Mm. And we're in our window for our state survey. Wait, wait, wait. Becoming frustrating? Yeah, I'm just over it um, because it's been frustrating for so long. Anyway, uh... So I get up and I leave that room and I'm going to go get some of the information, the information they need. Right. When a surveyor come in, comes in and they say, listen, we need to pull X number of charts. You have X number of minutes to get that we information. Need to see, we need to see your wound notes for the last six months on these two residents. You say, okay, and you go get it as fast as you can for them. Yep. So... I'm leaving, but some of the information they were asking for, I don't deal with very much. I do, but that's not my main job title. Like, I'm not an MDS care plan coordinator, okay? Correct. So I don't I don't know how to print that stuff. I've never had to do it. So 
I go into the conference room and I'm asking some coworkers to help guide me so I can get it. In the meantime, one of the coworkers, which was one of the ADONs, told me that they had come in and now they're requesting information on another resident. Right after she says that, the administrator comes to the door and says now they're wanting information regarding February and March also, and they have more questions, so come on. So I have to get up. Well, on the day I gave pushback, I gave the pushback because the next day when the surveyor is questioning me, he does this. He says, because I answer these questions and I'm exhausted and I just come on. Mm-hmm. I, I really asked a doctor if it was rude the night before. I asked a doctor, is it rude tomorrow to go in? And if they have more questions, just say, can you just give me what you're going to give me and go? Because honestly, you're delaying the quality of care yourself because you're keeping me from providing wound care while I'm in here answering these questions when all of the information and the answers to those questions are in front of you and you have access to them and they're right there. And I was told, oh my God, I wish you would do that. But I knew probably better tone it down probably okay not, so we know how i can idea. be yeah so my tone down was this the next morning when i went in i was hit in at, i was hit as soon as i walked in at six twenty with a post-it of other stuff that they wanted and the guy needed to talk to me because he had been up since 2 30 ha ha me too because I have insomnia whatever so when I walked in the room and my administrator followed me the surveyor was telling me that yes he had needed some questions answered some more and he uh, needed to know my routine he needed to watch me do some wound care and just the way the way he was being the tone in his voice just his attitude and aura it was rubbing me wrong and I was trying so hard I was I was because oh I was and then he went like this I'm so sorry for all of you who cannot see but he leaned back in the chair and he took his arms and put his arms behind his head and clasped his fingers and leaned back oh the cock the cock the cock uh Yes, the that condescension. That is a condescending like you are higher oh, it was like than a power me. Move. You're yeah. putting me in my place. And when he did that, he said, oh, yes. And by the way, I also asked for things regarding Mr. So-and-so. And I asked for them yesterday and I haven't gotten them yet. I was standing, and at that moment, mind you, my administrator is still in the room. At that moment, there's a chair right there at the table next to him. I made me at the, I sat down. It made me at the head of the table because he's sitting to my left. And I folded my arms on the table, and I leaned in, and I said, Sorry. excuse me. 
can I be completely honest with you? Because that's just the way I like to deal with things, just flat out with honesty. Yep. And he's still sitting mm-hmm. there all all in his, uh, 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 his, his and he's mm, mm. arrogant, condescending yeah. dick move. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. And he's still, and he said, yeah. Oh, wow. And I said, wow. Well, well yesterday I had, I was in this room being questioned about Said, uh, 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 said resident that you were just asking me about. And after I got done answering those questions, I was given a list of information that was needed to go back six months. Some of that I don't deal with on a daily basis. So I went into the conference room to ask coworkers to uh, help me get that for you. In time, this other resident's name was mentioned. Directly after that resident's name was mentioned, my administrator, and I pointed over to her, because she's still there, my administrator came to the door at that time and said that now more information was needed for February and March, and now you needed more questions answered, so I needed to come on. So yes, that, and then I came in here where I got another list of information that was needed. And yes, unfortunately, that's why the other resident's uh, name got pushed back and didn't get done. But... If you would allow me and give me the time, I would be more than happy to print that as well as anything else you needed. Does that? And then I lean in and I clasp my fingers together. And I lean in and I said, is that, does that sound satisfactory to you? Does that sound okay? He popped up took his glasses off, looked at me like, what? Uh, Yes, that would be fine. You just let me know whenever you're ready to show me the wound care. And I said, oh, no, whenever you're ready, you come find me. You'll be able to find exactly where I'm at because my cart will be right outside that residence room I'm working with. And if you can't find me there, my office is between the therapy room and the shower room. And it says wound nurse right on the wall outside my door. So you just let me know. Uh, okay. Yeah. I said, all right. All right. Oh, while the my administrator, at some point in my spiel, I see her out of the corner of my eye, literally look at me, look at that state surveyor, shake her head, turn around and walked out. Mm-hmm. I thought. Oh, God, I'm going to be fired. (laughs) No, she was leaving you to eat him alive is what she was doing. Oh, my God, I'm going to be fired. And I was shaken. And when I walked out and my DON and my administrator were standing right there at that nurse's station. And I said, oh, my God, I am so sorry, but I I just can't take this anymore. I am so done with all of this. 
And if we get a wound deficiency, I'm done. I, I'm just, I, I'm done. I was told, no, you're not going anywhere. You are doing fine. Yeah. And guess what? I just want it to be known that in those complaints, there were several uh, things under the umbrellas. There, there was one that was failure to provide adequate care to prevent pressure ulcers unsubstantiated. Failure to provide adequate care to prevent pressure ulcers from worsening unsubstantiated mm -hmm. failure to provide prevention adequate care for prevention of the cause of pressure ulcers unfreaking substantiated mm -hmm. uh, each time they said that I said excuse me what <laughs> Thank you. Leave. Don't Un, come back. Unsubstantiated. Oh, no, they'll be back because we're in our window of our annual, yeah. which will probably be July if we make it that far. August sometime. Um, so that was my bad and ugly, but it was actually also my good being able to get my backbone and my confidence in my position since I haven't been a wound nurse before even though I've done wound care that's not been my job title you know my ultimate job responsibility um, <clears throat> so to be able to get my confidence back and give a little pushback to someone with some authority that you might not normally feel comfortable giving pushback to like a state surveyor that yeah that mm, that gave me a little straightening uh, to the curve in my spine uh, even though I don't have a real big curve in my spine. Anyway. And so that was a little bit of my good. But the big good. There is another little good. I'm getting even closer to taking my little mini vacay mm. uh, trip, trip back in home territory to uh, my Aunt Dovey's and Nina and Bryson because my nephew even though he's my cousin uh, the closeness of his mom and I we are more like sisters and he calls me his aunt he refers to me as his aunt and he, he's my nephew anyway he's graduating high school next weekend Yay! so congratulations so, so proud yes, of you thank you so yes Bryson uh, I am so proud of the young man you are you have had some hurdles in your life that would take some adults down and you have handled it with so much strength. I just have so much love for you, Bryson. If you are listening or ever listen to this, I, I love you, bud. Um, and being able to be around family you know because mm -hmm. I live away from some of my family my, all my family uh, 
So that's good. Um, and then the other good is... <laughs> I bought... Yep. A brand new... Mm-hmm. 2022 limited Jeep Grand Cherokee. Yay! Yay. Um, I am that girl. Oh, and look, my bag. Mm. Uh, oh, I mean my books. It's been quite a day. My books came in a little camouflage Bag. You'll have to take a picture so we can put it on the socials. Yeah, isn't isn't that so cool? It's so and cute. You cannot tell this, but I don't know if you'll be able to hear it. Maybe not because I won't. But look, I'm the first one to crack these books open. This I I, I took them out of the cellophane. They were wrapped up in the cellophane. I never in my life have owned been able to go and buy a brand new vehicle. And it is an experience, people. A 2022. Now, I've bought vehicles before, used. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, uh, (laughs) Are you kidding? It has has a sunroof. It goes all the way back over to the passenger seats. That's awesome. Oh, my passenger seats lay down they recline oh that's gonna be so nice with the grands they go all the way back Mm. and they also fold all the way down to make more room Mm -hmm. my cherokee my cherokees folded down you know for more cargo space they didn't fucking recline (laughs) i have heated seats a heated steering wheel do you know i have an app on my phone that i can lock it unlock it start it honk the horn you could literally back seat honk the horn yes that's so fucking cool from my phone i would i would totally abuse that i would totally fucking abuse that if somebody was driving i would be honking the horn at people just for the shits and giggles i I just i just (laughs) thought of that when you said that i just thought would that not be so funny to be back there and be like honk 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 (laughs) honk 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 (laughs) you know and lonnie driving lonnie killed (laughs) lonnie driving going what the fuck why are they flipping me off who's honking I don't know, babe. You know what I said? Okay, I You're test gonna get drove. You're going to somebody to road rage against him. It's probably a bad idea, but it's, in theory, it's hysterical to me. Here's something funny. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Um, okay, so the same salesman who helped me, yes. who sold me, the Jeep Cherokee that was white with leather interior, which I didn't want, he was the same salesman this time. He actually is the one that initiated this trade-in freaking ass thing because he sent me a text message because I had a service appointment for, you know, oil change, tire rotation, whatever. So I did. I was undecisive. That's why I really didn't take it anywhere on my own before now. Because I didn't know, do I want to stay with like an SUV or do I want to 
go back to driving a car. Mm. You know, there are many pros and cons with both. So I, there were some ones when I pulled up. Uh, there was a freaking sweet Chrysler 300. Mm. There was two sweet Chargers, an orange one, a rusty orange, which orange is one of my favorite colors, and it's not white. Mm-hmm. So then I see a maroon one, and I test drive the maroon one, and I like it. I was like, ooh, wait, though. What's the size of the trunk? How big is it? And he said, well, I mean, you know, he's sitting in the back seat. He's like, well, I don't know. I don't mean, I don't know. So I looked over at the passenger seat where Lonnie was. And I was like, is it like, I don't know, like six foot maybe? (laughs) Could I put his body in it? (laughs) And he started laughing. And of course, Lonnie, he's like looking at the bells and whistles and things and all of a sudden, I think he could tell we, I was like at least staring at him trying to figure out, hey, what, how big is it? Um, and Lonnie looked over and I was like, oh, yeah, I mean, I was just looking to see if you had anything to add or if you knew. Did you look? It was so flipping funny. <laughs> so the Dodge Charger, it was nice. I did really like it. Mm-hmm. And yes, I was considering it. But then, then when I looked at the first, first Grand Cherokee they showed me, mm-hmm. it was maroon with, as soon as I looked in the window, <clears throat> now mind you, I said it's maroon on the outside, a deep, it, oh, it was so pretty, maroon. The interior they always was do this. they always do this was a cream a very light cream leather, and that cream interior was it was cream or half, like camel colored like almost tan it, but not quite. It was it was a toss between like a yellow no fucking cream gross. color and a and a white. It was so light. It was. And it wasn't just the seats. It was like half of the console and then... It was just a mess waiting to fucking happen. The console, then the other half was black. The dash was black. The doors were part cream and black. The steering wheel is black. So it's like all of these... It felt like all these colors. I thought, oh my God, it was going to spaz me. And I just said to him when, when he walked up to like open the door for me I just said oh fuck no no (laughs) and I said and I said exactly that and trust me Will since he sold me the first Jeep Cherokee um, he's dealt with me and he let me know right away oh no I I remember you and then his face got like bright freaking red so I knew oh yes I left a scar (laughs) <laughs> sorry about the so, trauma. Sorry about the trip to your therapist, sir. <laughs> and and I did immediately apologize. And he said, "No, you're good. It 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 was it, it was a good. It was fine. You're fine. I didn't care really, but thank you for that." Um, 
And I just said, uh, fuck no, we don't need to open the doors. We don't need to go any further with this vehicle. And I, he said, you don't even want to open the door and set in it. No, sir. Fuck no. Mm -mm. I said, so is this the only grand Cherokee you've got that we can look at? Are you serious? And I span my arm around, you know, and I'm pointing at a few. And then I spot one. Mm-hmm. And every, all three of us, myself, my husband Lonnie, and Will, the salesman, who, by the way, is fantastic. Yes, there was another one. Let me guess. It was white. It's white. <laughs> and I said, oh, fuck, no, you mother." Fuckers. And, and then I'm going sorry back, for the language. Oh, please. That is exactly what I said. And then going back to what you said before was the one you drive now has, is white with leather interior, which you did not want. Exactly. But ended up loving up until I didn't like right, you know, here. So, I mean, I didn't before, but you know what I mean. So we walk over to it and I said, you got to fucking be kidding me. No way. And leather. Will said, Will said, yes, leather interior. I said, all right, Will. Damn you, Will. Damn you. Damn you. Okay. Open her up. I said, let's, let's start back here. Mm-mm. So we opened the back. He showed me the cool little automatic thing where it'll open kind of on its own. Mm-hmm. And then there's a button inside, right on the right inside, and you push that, and oh, it lowers itself. Oh, great. Yes, I was asked uh, when I look, because I am the girl who gets down on the ground and looks underneath. Mm-hmm. And I was actually asked by the manager who came out, was, what are you? Do you work for border control are you like looking for drugs or something i said no i am that girl who looks underneath he's like what are you looking for leaks smells a lot of grime and whatever a body you're hiding i don't know anything uh i'm looking at the underneath whatever i see whatever i want mm-hmm. i got up kind of cocked my lip like what the fuck? Who the dude? fuck asked you to come to my party? Go away. <laughs> yeah. So then he said, do you want me to pop the hood? And I said, oh, yeah, because I need to send the in- see the engine and underneath. He popped that hood and I said, oh, my God, I think I'm going to piss my pants. It's the engine looks pretty good size to me. I mean, Wow. And yeah. it's so, it's brand new. Yes, it is. It is so fucking clean. I, it's clean. It's the best. I it's, said, I highly oh my recommend, God. listen, people, if you're making car payments, this is just my suggestion. If you don't have an inheritance or a lump sum of money that has come to you. Oh, hey, I haven't gotten any inheritance. No, no, no. Yet, I know, but I'm way. just saying. Or you don't, you you aren't in a position, even any, for any reason. Anytime, anytime you are buying a vehicle, you should look underneath. You should pop the hood. You should 
check that vehicle out. Front to back, top to bottom. But, But my point to this is, is if you're making car payments, when you pay your vehicle off, set up an account. You can go talk to somebody. You could go to, you can go talk to somebody and set up an account that, you know, right now you could buy low. Still takes that money out still. Right. Yes. And you just set oh up, God. you set up a, mm-hmm. a, you can set up a, a money market type account or something, some yep. kind of an investment sure account. And you can talk uh-huh. to investors. They don't, they shouldn't charge you. They should not charge no. you to do any investment. They should investments. do a consultation. They'll yes. do a consult. And even when they invest, their brokerage companies should be paying them, not you. You shouldn't have to pay for that service, period. And if yes. you are, if you are, call Weimer Brownlee. They'll hook you up. So anyway, you put that money, so, you have that money direct deposited, that same amount that you were making in your car payment, because your budget is already set for that. And you put mm-hmm. that money away. And over the next five years, you've paid a car payment to yourself. Then you do what Tanja did today. You walk in and you buy a brand new car. You buy yep. a brand new car, and but you pay, you get to pay and, cash and it's and, yours outright. Okay, go ahead. And so then I drove this. I, I, you knew the second your ass hit the seat, didn't you? As soon as I got in the seat, I looked back at Will and I said, damn you, Will, damn you. Then that was me scratching my nose. I got it out of the parking lot and I got it on the highway. So quiet, isn't it? Nice, nice, smooth ride. I didn't realize Cherokee kind of sounded like a tin can until Lonnie mentioned it because the Jeep Cherokee was only a four cylinder and getting on the highway or leaving a stop an intersection, anytime you've stopped and you want to give it gas to like really go there is a delay in the power. It's like it's got to work its way up to it. When you're driving the way I do, in a 45 minutes on a good travel day to work, sometimes if you're in your travel because of the other crazies, you have to like get up and go. And the, Cher- the Cherokee just did not have that for me. Um, I just want to say the Grand Cherokee has very well taken care of that. Um, I missed you. So I am, I am very pleased. Um, I'll be even more pleased when more of the shock value wears off. Uh, and um, I'm excited for you. Uh, 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 I also, I just. Uh, and when I figure out the bells and whistles, oh, it has memory seat where mm. once I get my seat set, yeah. Oh, on the side, you know, because Jeep has a mark on it, like a stamp. Right. Okay. And it can be different on each Jeep. I had a hard time finding it on the Cherokee and I never did mm. on the Cherokee, never found it. And I looked hard on the Grand Cherokee. It's right on the side. It is a 
right where it says Grand Cherokee, then there's an emblem, and it's an old-fashioned. It looks like a little mash Jeep, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's on the it's on the driver's door and the passenger door. It is freaking awesome. Matter of fact, we're gonna drive out uh, tomorrow to uh, see a house, mm. and so of course we're gonna take the uh, the new Grand Cherokee uh, to kind of like play around and set some of the things on it because you can set it has the sensors all the way around it so you can set how far there's a called active bay oct something cruise control and you can set the cruise control to keep you within so far of another vehicle you can set your distance that you want to stay so then if you start to get closer to that vehicle then you've set it it'll start backing you down nice and then it'll speed you back up and also if you start to like nod off or not pay attention and you start to swerve over and you get too close to the shoulder or to the lot to the lines mm-hmm. it, it will bring you back over to yep yes so i just oh my gosh i can't say enough about it anyway um so that was my good fantastic whatever so excited so that's awesome so freaking awesome it's you deserve that sauce um so i'm trying to think if there was anything else i think that's pretty much it oh (sighs) tell me since mine took so long, I apologize. No, Not you're really. fine. It was good. Yeah, it's a great um, week. So tell me, uh, well, yeah, it turned out to be. Well, next week's going to be great, too. I'm going to, corporate's coming to do a mock survey. Oh, how exciting. That's like, sarcasm, people. Like, really? Didn't we just go through a complaint survey? But we're in our window, so, okay. Bring it but on, guess people. What? Guess what? I ain't worried. I've done what I've done. I haven't done what I haven't reason doing the best I can. And that's all I can do. And so that's enough about me. Let's talk about you now. So please do. Do. Jordan. Got my good, bad, and ugly. Come here, please. Um, My son wanted to talk to you. And I'm not sure what surprise we have in store. But I feel like he's about to tell everyone my good. I feel like he might be about to tell you my good. So let's give him a, a headphone. Let's hear. Come on in and talk to Tanja. Um, Tanja, I'm seeing you blowing that cigarette. Oh, she's... Yes. She, yep. You're you're right. It's it's my vape, but yep. Yeah. So How I'm, are you? Yeah, fine. So, um, Tanja, I just went to the softball championship game for my <gasps> first pitch. No way. Yes way. How, oh, how exciting. Were you excited? Yeah. He was very excited. Oh my excited. gosh. So, how was it? Tell me about your experience. Well, I was doing my experience of playing that softball with the one pitch when I was getting to share the fries with Tammy Crum while I was watching that oh, softball how game. How awesome. Yeah, his Aunt Tammy came, and she, she shared her fries with him. But, yeah, he threw out the first pitch at the Big 12 championship game. Today. Oh, that is so freaking awesome. We'll, uh, we'll upload so some awesome. pictures. 
Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Was that good? Yeah. That was my good. I told you he was going to tell my good. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Tanja, I just went to Stillwater for two nights. Oh, that's another (gasps) good he had Oh, yes. Two nights and three days. Yes. Oh, my gosh. How was that being away from home? How was that experience? Yeah, it was good. I went to room 354 at the dormitory. At OSU. Wow. The state Special Olympics Games are always held in Stillwater. And this was that his first is time. so it's not, awesome. It's not his first time to spend the night away from home. He's gone to camp and had overnight camp before. But uh-huh. and then he had in he had that leadership conference where they spent one night. But this is his first time to go. He's been going to Special Olympics for years. But this right. is his first time to go and get to spend the night and go to the dance and do all of those things. <gasps> yeah, there was a dance. What did you wear to the dance? Yeah, I just chose to wear the pink shirt and some white pants. Yep, he wore <gasps> khaki slacks and a pink button-up short sleeve shirt. He was so handsome. Oh my yeah. gosh, I bet you were. Yeah, so it's so, been um, a and really, had, Jordan has had hey, a fantastic week. Yeah. Did you at this dance? So you like to dance? Yes. So I'm um, Tanja. I uh, we yes. have video of him dancing. It's fantastic. I'll put it up. Oh, I would love to see it. So, since you had all that good, yes, I don't remember hearing a bad or an ugly. Bad is that I, well, there's more good. Jordan went to the state games. You know? Oh, that's right. So yes, yes, he yes. was gone for a couple of nights. The bad and the ugly really is that, like, I can't get my TVs to work right. Um, ugly is just trying to get ready for upcoming procedures and things that I need to have done and then also have work done and I've got a test on Monday and I've got to get things done in the house to get ready that room ready for those tests and it's uh, I'm not ready I'm not ready yeah I'm not ready and so that's kind of bad and ugly in and of itself Mm -hmm. I am still on a a liquid diet so oh god I forgot about that yeah, which means I'm I gotta... so glad I wasn't sitting there eating the steak kebab. Oh, it doesn't while we matter. Recording. It doesn't matter. Are you ready for this crap? I live with a savage. So I can have pudding. We talked about this, right? Some f- from sugar free pudding. I can have um, jello. Um, mm. I can have yogurt if it's fat free and sugar free. So just, no, don't, don't do it. Um, and then, you know, Clear protein drinks and regular protein drinks and sugar-free popsicles. So Jordan Ooh, comes man, in. Man, I'm so glad you said all that. I was scared you weren't having anything good until you said the protein <laughs> drinks, blah, blah, blah. I'm being oh, no, sarcastic, also, 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 I can take. Like, mm, when's dinner? I may come over and invite myself. <laughs> Yummy, yum. So I, ha- I can also have soups that are 98% fat free if they're strained through a fine mesh strainer. So <laughs> it's that good. I think I threw up in my mouth a little. <laughs> anyway, Jordan comes in and he's eating my pudding. And I was like, son. I can only eat a few things right now. I can only have a few things and you're actually eating. So stay off of my pudding. (laughs) You're actually eating one of the only things that I can have right now. That can be considered a solid. (laughs) You know, it was like, 
there's a lot of other things in there that you can choose from. So can you please go choose one of them? So he's like, okay. And he goes in and he tosses the stuff back in the fridge. And then I hear other clanking around in the kitchen. And then I hear the mixer going. And I'm like, Jordan, what are you cooking? And he goes, I'm making brownies. <laughs> and all I could think of was fucking savage. <laughs> He's savage. Like you, a Jordan, you, Jordan. <laughs> Dang it, Jordan. Because <coughs> I'm sorry, does anything smell better than baking brownies? <laughs> than the smell Fine. of brownies coming from the oven? <laughs> Fine, eat the damn brown. Eat the damn pudding. Take it. <laughs> it's too late. You'd already mixed the fucking brownie batter. Like, make the freaking. You made. Oh my god! Please don't lick the beater in front of me. I may pass out. Oh, so Jordan. anytime, anytime anybody's like, don't ask her if she wants anything to eat. I'm like, I live with a fucking savage who baked brownies in front of me. You guys can't do no anything kidding. to me no, that hasn't kidding. already been done. Like, well, you know, they say, right? You know, oh God, of course, it had to be one of the children. I just know? died laughing though when he was like, mm -hmm. I'm baking brownies. I'm like, of course you are. <laughs> of course you are. Damn you. Of and then course you every are. time I opened the fridge for like the rest of the week, because he has self-control. I don't. Fans and I, it, it, oh, the smell. I don't. Him and I don't have self-control. But Jordan could has. Just, could I just have a crumb? Can I just put it on my tongue and then take it off? Like, you know, and then spit it out. Yeah. So just anyway. breathe it. Just breathe it on me. <laughs> just blow crumbs on me. So, you know, like where Oliver or Xavier, actually Xavier does it, he'll say Nana after he brushes his teeth and uses his little mouthwash. He'll say, Nana, smell my breath. <sighs> and it's like, you know, of course, the minty, bubblegummy, whatever smell. So, yeah, come breathe that brownie on me. Exactly. So... Jordan has amazing <laughs> self-control. This is the child that could open up an M&M like mini bag and eat just a few and then save them. Like, what is the point of that? Like, I don't understand like, it. Like, how do, number one, how do you do that? And number next, like, really? <laughs> why did you only just want that mini? Right. What? Well, it's a, it's supposed to be consumed the whole thing. Don't like, save any. Like, that's one serving. Right. So, uh, so he ate a brownie one and then he stacked the rest of them on a plate and put them at eye level in the fridge so every time i open the fridge <laughs> they're right there they're right in my face and i'm like it's fucking brownies all week long and i'm like let me get my like fucking cream of shit soup out so that i can look at these brownies again. brownies <laughs> Listen, so here's how are we going to do, how can he help me then uh, when I can't smoke because I have to quit because I'm going to get my breasts 
done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe so he'll... So what? Every like, time we record, he can, like, hold up a pack, a picture of a cigarette pack. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know, but it, that it cracked is hilarious. me. Uh, it was ugly. It was cute. It was funny. I mean, if you don't laugh at that fucking story, you probably shouldn't yeah. listen to this podcast. Um, I know. Dang. So anyway, that's pretty much... I'm sitting here thinking, what funny story do I have to throw up? But Not it... like throw up, throw up. But toss but, up uh, there. Toss out toss there. Toss up there. Thank you. Oh my gosh. So uh, it has okay. been... It. I can tell you it has been a really good, good week for both of us. We've had... Actually, yes. Yeah. And yeah. you know what? Um, dang it. I just lost my funny with Xavier. Oh, I'm so sorry. It was so, it was hilarious, and dang it, I'm going to have to think about it for just a minute. I don't know. Right It'll now, come I, back to I, you. I, it, it will come back will to come you. It will come to me. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I've, <sighs> we've had some good times, and we've been out and about, and we have been, and we'll talk about this more in a couple of weeks. Um, oh, I know what the funny is now. Okay, tell me. Okay. I mean, I can tell you that uh, he came to me and he said, Nana, Nana, I farted. <laughs> and I farted right here, so you're going to be in the fart gas. <laughs> you're going to be in the zone. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yes, it is quite entertaining and... <laughs> Here's another one. <laughs> and very gross. <laughs> They're going to kill you one of these days for telling these stories. <laughs> because farting is such a big thing in the house with boys. Oh, or God. At least, yeah. Or at least my grandsons. It was with and my brothers, one too. Day, one day, he's trying to be funny and he's farting. And I'm like, stop, stop. It was to the point I was wondering... Oh my God! What is wrong with you? He farted. <laughs> All of a sudden. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> no no! <laughs> All of a sudden, he stopped and. <laughs> oh no! The eyes got real big. <laughs> He started to run off, grabbing his poor little butt. And I said, I thought he thought he was going to be in trouble for all the farts. And I said, Xavier, who I'm so glad this is recorded. So this will always and forever be out here for you to hear one day. Xavier, what's wrong? Honey, come here. <laughs> You're not in trouble. And I'm laughing because I'm thinking, oh, my God, that kid can fart all the time. <laughs> and he said, no, Nana. <laughs> I, have <to> go <laughs> I have to go change my underwear because that wasn't. <laughs> he sharded himself. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> that boy is going to be 
some girl one day <clears throat> is going to be highly entertained and annoyed as shit at that child. <laughs> it he is going to need that one special lady. <laughs> oh God, bless his little heart. Oh my God. Oh, that's he hysterical. Keeps me, he keeps me in stitches all the time. He is so, he's so hilarious. And he's just so, no, no, I'm not. No, I'm not going to do that. No. But yet at the same time, he is just so freaking hilarious. Oh, that's funny. Oh, really yeah, funny. it is. Yeah. So it's May. It's it's Mental Health Awareness Month. Do you have anything that you wanted to uh, bring to the table? Yes. Okay. Um, I do have mental health in my family, whether... People want to admit it. Family members want to admit it or not. It is hard for some because there can be such a stigma mm -hmm. around mental health and people don't really realize that your brain, your mental, that sometimes life and things, uh, traumas, uh, experiences sometimes can cause imbalances and it's okay. You shouldn't be ashamed of that. You should no. be able to go and get help and talk about that and not feel ashamed. Just like you go to the doctor when your stomach hurts and you can't get rid of it or you're having headaches and you can't get them to stay. I mean, it's something that needs to be treated as well. And it is missed, misdiagnosed, uh, not diagnosed, not seen. Um, and the world just and, lost Naomi Judd to mental illness. And, and and it's it doesn't it doesn't it's not like a cancer sore that won't heal or or uh uh you you lost a limb or so I mean there's no you don't wear a billboard to mental illness. No, Some it's very akin to sometimes um, sometimes there are no outward signs and take Take the time, even if you're so overwhelmed because of your job and because of the hours your you're spending and your, at your job, your, you're neglecting your household and your household now is becoming awry and you're having a hard time finding your balance and your peace between one or the other and you're just so overwhelmed by life and everything. Well, and the thing about... Take the time to just... Stop, just breathe, just know no matter how bad it seems, this too will pass. It can pass. But it, sometimes it Take takes work to get it to pass. It is work. And don't, and I was going to say, when you're taking that pause and you're going, oh my gosh, okay, I got to breathe. I can do this. Just breathe. If you feel like you cannot do it on your own, go speak to someone. Uh, 
you can search online. There are oh, BetterHelp, Talkspace, uh, uh, all kinds of online numbers. You can call. Mm-hmm. You can speak to someone. It can be anonymous. You don't have to give any information. Go to your doctor. Trust your physician. If you cannot trust your physician to go in and say, "Hey, I think I may be having a midlife crisis. I I may be." I feel like I'm losing my mind. I am overwhelmed. I can't manage my plate. I can't, whatever the problem is, if you do not trust your physician and you don't have a physician, find one, get one. It's time and trust them enough to be able to go in and seek, seek help. Don't be ashamed. No, oh, and and this is the thing. Seek help the thing about mental illness and and struggling with even men, it's mental health awareness. It's not even mental illness. It's just mental health, and seeking that balance. COVID has made everything worse. Coming out of oh, COVID, it's I'm so anxiety I'm so tired of what COVID has done to the world, and it has, and yes. we're still dealing with those ramifications. We're still dealing with people trying to navigate a world of keeping their kids safe and still going out or keeping their family safe and still being out amongst people able to attend and things and going and doing yes. and opening back up has given us a low level or high level of anxiety and yes and nursing PTSD, PTSD, PTSD. And, and and in nursing in general not <laughs> not having the motivation or feeling like that we have like a purpose the, or a plan the failure, anymore the burnout the, the moral uh, injury of it all thank you thank you and there's so many layers and layers and layers of that loss of purpose and moral injury and trauma of the whole yes, thing the moral injury that you look you're looking around and you're thinking it's all falling apart and one of the best things that in I read, I didn't see the interview that Ashley D- Judd did on Good Morning America about her mother, and she was talking about mental illness, and they said that people have to understand and separate mental health from the person that they that that they're dealing with because it is a cancer of the mind and it is a vicious liar and it tells you things that aren't true. It warps your perspective. The- the way that your brain is manipulated. The way your brain is be, is manipulating you into believing. I was just getting ready yeah. to say, and it honestly is manipulating you. Your and yes, thank and, you for saying it that way. And that is why I was trying to get it there. And that is why, when you're able to go see an objective party a therapist in your area somebody on talk space somebody, somebody who on better help who isn't involved someone who's maybe not in your circle even who can look at it from from the, the outside, outside and give you, don't you want someone inside because that's not going to be uh, uh an accurate assessment of the situation assessment of this because people are i mean they're they have their own biases too but they know how to be professional about managing their biases biases yep and so but your friends are going to be your friends they're going to be loyal to you they're going to have their biases skewed in your direction and the mental illness the mental illness makes you believe 
they're fucking liars, your friends. They're lying to you. They're just trying to make they're you feel better. They're just telling you. They're just telling yes. you that. They're blowing smoke yes. up your ass just to make you fucking yes. feel better. Mm-hmm. No, they're probably not. Um, right. But you, if you go seek that outside assistance and that outside help, th- sometimes they can tell you a perspective or a line or something. I mean... I can tell you from my own personal experiences going to therapy, someone saying to me that's outside of my family and friends that it wouldn't hurt. You are the Walmart of human kindness and you let shoplifters in. And I'm like, fucking shit. She's right. Changed my world. And you get to have an opinion about what happens in your living room that doesn't make you judgmental. It makes you able, able to make a judgment call. And I'm like, oh, those things were you huge. just need to know that someone who doesn't even know you can listen and listen to you to hear you, not to, to fix listen, you, not to, <laughs> to listen yeah. to they're listening while they're already thinking of what their response is going to be to you. So they're mm-hmm. really not hearing you. And they validate that it's okay that you have these feelings. It's okay that this you're human. This happened, blah blah blah. You know, and then and and sometimes to give, slowly get you to the point where you understand your brain is lying to you right now. That's not what's happening. It's not the end of the world. Your brain chemicals, your brain makeup, your brain wiring is lying to you. And sometimes you need someone trained to tell you that who, yes, has no dog in the race other than helping answer your questions and just tell you blanketly, okay, look, no sugarcoating, whatever, here here Here's it is. What I'm seeing. Are your, you sure? Why do you your, feel that way? Or say, wow, I can see how you think that because this chemical imbalance, you have a deficiency here. So it's causing this not to be balanced in the levels it's supposed to. So let's get your levels increased where they're supposed to be. And some of this will go away. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Absolutely. Like, absolutely. Absolutely. And mental mental health sometimes could be uh how do I want to say this? Sometimes mental health, if it's dealt with um in the beginning, it doesn't become that huge stigma issue. This shit thing called life that we all wanted to be a we're brought into is really hard sometimes fucking hard it is and so they were talking about um anxiety basically and that we've destigmatized it and so more people seek treatment for it yes which is a good thing but at the same time we're seeing increased levels of anxiety because there's this level of fragility in people now mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. we've actually given up um anxiety such a bad rap that we right. we feel like it should be eliminated we should have no anxiety in our lives and right quite frankly what we talked about earlier mm-hmm. there's no progress without pushing 
And sometimes you have to have that anxiety to motivate you to push through things to To push through something. Yes. Right. To get to To be your fuel to to get to the other side, to get to the other side or to realize that you are anti-fragile and that you can handle these things. And that sometimes a level of anxiety is something that propels us to solve problems. And And we realize that we have the ability and the agility to solve those problems. Um, And asking for help is not a weakness. It is actually, it takes a very strong person to call a friend, even reach out to a friend, a close friend or a stranger, your doctor and go, I need help. Yeah. But as soon, as soon as you say, I need help, the weight is lifted and it's so awesome that, ah, you said it and that starts the healing process. Well, and and I I mean even saying Jordan today, I can't do it. That's and you what have I'm saying, two yes. teams of girls saying, "Yes, you can. We're here for you." And 15,000 people plus rooting for him and on his side. And even and if there opens- was, even if there was one or two naysayers in the crowd or ne'er-do-wells up there like that kid needs to get himself under control or whatever, just assholes basically because they're ignorant. Um, they weren't the majority. They were a silent minority. And so I think that again, mental illness is something that is a liar in your head. It tells you things are bigger than they are. It tells you things are, um, out of control. Out of molehills. It tells you that everything is going wrong, that you don't have a purpose, that your and you passion can't handle is it. you can't do this there is no light at the end of the tunnel this is so and if it is up. it's this an is oncoming so train if that light at and the end of the tunnel is coming it's an oncoming train a, yeah and everything yeah. is wrong you and everything is out. bad this is a yep. funk we're never going to get over yeah everything and sucks. trust me There's i've no been there out. that this year even i've been there where i thought i was never going to get me out too. of it Yes, but you too. do turn the corner and ending your life or ending anything. All that ends is the hope that things are going to get better in the future and possibly a life or experiences that you never could have imagined happening, happening for you. So it's, yes, you just, you have to seek some help, which takes some strength or rely on people around you to help pull you through and say, come on, we can do this. I've been through hell. I've been through worse than what I've been through at the beginning of this year. And during this year where I've been in my funks, I've been through worse than that. And sometimes you need friends to say, you need to learn to laugh again. You need to reevaluate your life and look at it again. Step back for a second. Stop looking at what's wrong. Start looking at what's right. Because the longer you look at what's wrong, the bigger what's wrong gets. So, And the more you're going to see that's wrong. That's exactly, that's what you see. It's like when you bought your car, you know, now you're going to see Grand Cherokees everywhere. Um, Yep. You know. Already did. Now it's going to be more. Even more. And so it's. 
it's one of those you see a car and you go, oh, I kind of like that. I, I haven't really ever seen one like that. And then you start seeing them everywhere, you everywhere. You You're see. like, oh, my God, there's another one. You see what you put in there. That's right. Does that make sense? Exactly. What you focus on and what your focus is, that's going to be amplified and mirrored by the universe around you. It's just going to keep reflecting yes. back on you and reflecting it's back. And it's that thing that if you can't love yourself, how do you expect someone else to? And I understand. If you don't listen, like who you are, how do you expect someone else to? And it goes beyond that, though, because sometimes it's very I know, hard. I'm just saying that. No. That's it, a piece. It is a big piece of it. It is. And be proud of yourself. Don't depend on yes. other people to validate you. And trying to shove all of this into one chapter where we've already talked a long time is just an impossibility. But just know that some levels of anxiety are a normal thing to help you push you through the processes through. and get you yes. to progress. You know, you can be anxious yes. about going somewhere and sometimes that anxiety is just excitement and then you get there and you're so happy that you went. And yes, it may be draining and yes, you may need to take a day to recover and that's okay. It's okay to have certain things and to take care of yourself because yes, if you don't take care of you, who in the world is going to take care of all of these people that you have just poured into and poured into until you have nothing left of yourself and caring yes. for yourself, taking a minute to make yourself happy, finding a new uh, joy in a new hobby, um, any of those things. Think of something that brings you happiness and joy and then go fucking do it and do schedule it. time uh, yes. in your schedule that that is a priority for you. Put it on your calendar and you say, I can't have appointments at that time. I can't do a party at that time. I can't rearrange my schedule because that's something that I enjoy doing and it's something for me. Yes. Period. Um, Period. End of story. Yes. yes. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I know that it's like, but if I take that time that I'm being selfish and taking away from your children, you're not. They're going to see that nope. taking care of themselves is a priority. And that's something that we need to teach our children. Yes. So. And we need to go back to teaching our children rather than everyone else doing it. Yeah, it's important because in the in the most important teacher that that people I guess maybe don't understand is it's not the lessons that you rah, 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 rah. it's living and letting them watch. So no matter what yes. you say to them, they're learning more about watching you. So I really hope that whatever it is that you are presenting in the world is what you want reflected for your children to see because that's what they're going to learn from not the things because you say not the things you tell them because if you've ever been told anything by your parents the first thing you did was the exact opposite yes just because you know and so it's right. like well you lived and you watched they lived, my parents lived and I watched them and I learned sometimes what to do, yes. sometimes what not to do. But yes. that was the teacher. Yes. Not all the things that they, I mean, I learned a lot from some of the things that my dad said, but it was because he always backed up. He lived what he said. And he always backed mm -hmm. it up with an action. Like there was an event that took place and then he told me, he broke down the genius of what it was that he had just done or we had just, you know, the interaction he had kind of created. You know what I'm saying? So I do. 
Yes. It was a learned experience through allowing me to screw it up. Like he would intentionally allow me to mess something up and then talk to me about that screw up and how that has implications where it didn't hurt anybody except maybe his feelings, you know, which then made I learned. That's also a huge way that we learn is by screwing up and making mistakes and learning how to work through that and how it should have been how you could have done it differently to get a better outcome. Exactly. And it reinforces no matter what you do, I still love you, but you're going to screw up and I expect it. (laughs) And it's human. It's human. And it's okay. And this is how you work through it. Like it, it, it was brilliant the way, the way that he did those things. It was brilliant. And I just, just know that you're loved by so many people and that, the things that you do aren't as important as the person that you are and the person that you are has meaning and value in this world or you wouldn't be here. Yes. And so your innate presence, if it were gone would make an, a huge devastating hole and impact in more people's lives than you probably think. And again, then you would know. Yes. The thing is a liar and it tells you people would be better off without you. And that's just not true. Right. It's just not true. Exactly. Exactly. And if you think that changing jobs before you face the demons, or you think that changing a house before you face the demons, or if you think, I don't know, changing your hair color before you face the demons is going to fix anything. Anything the demons will follow you. They will go to your next house. They will go to your next job. They, they yes, will be waiting will for you. No, no, no. They'll be there before you. Them. They'll be there. They'll be. Yep. They'll be there at the house and unpacked before you can do anything. They'll be there. Yep. yep. They'll be there waiting. Don't you worry. Yes. Moved it as good as new. You got it fixed. Um, it didn't turn on. Well, I can't help you. I said, I'm not going to do that right now. And I mean it. Now I'm not going to do it at all tonight because you have pushed it. What about, can I play on the Wii on next Friday and Saturday? Sure. Now go on. I'm recording. I love you. Okay, I'll just try the 27. Goodbye, Jordan. It's not a goodbye. It's a goodbye for now. Good night. Dauber. 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 Dauber, come on. Come on, buddy. Come on. Oh, my God. Sorry, I got to help the blind dog out. Come mm-hmm. on, come on, come on, come on. Oh, Lord. Help me. Okay, so. I can't. I was having to get the blind dog outside. I heard you. I <laughs> thought he was going to pee all over the floor. Yep. Okay, so. So, um, I was listening to NPR. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now that I've shifted. I was listening yes. to NPR. I watched part of Hulu's special um, miniseries, Candy, um, about a lady who axe murdered her friend, neighbor, and she had an affair with her husband. It was it's a crazy story um, about a murder. That- I need. I'm sorry to interrupt you. You know I have that habit. I need what uh, what her podcast is because i listened to her uh on our podcast because okay now i've interrupted no wait hold on who are you talking oh oh, okay who are you talking about 
Lulu. Oh, Lulu. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I listened. I, I know said. I, I said. No, I said who? I said Hulu. I've been listening to Hulu. Oh. oh yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, so when we're done recording, or if you want to say it again while we're recording, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Um. I need that information because I listened to our podcast when she was on because I missed it being sick, mm. and I didn't. I didn't catch that, and so I was going to go back and listen again. Mm. But did she say it? Yeah, yep, yep. She did, and it's on SoundCloud. Okay, I remembered that part. Um, Hold on, let me find it. You know what? I do remember you telling me. I just don't remember, because I do remember the SoundCloud part. Um, Are we going to have to do this in two parts since this has actually been long or can we run the whole thing after you go through and it's edited because a lot of this has been oh you're frozen oh you're frozen oh you're frozen yeah okay it's called the town of avalon hang on hang on okay i think i can remember that till i get to the pen i had to let the blind dog back in what did you break town I know it was an accident. A glass jar. Okay, we'll get the broom and clean it up. Just, are you hurt? No. Okay, that's all that matters. Just clean it up. Um, I think it could Town. Maybe. If, it may be broken and we may have to throw it away and get a new one. The okay. Town of Avalon podcast. Okay. So. Um, so anyway, that's, um, but I was watching on Hulu um, they had a <coughs> mini series event, um, called candy and it's, it's really good. Um, I, I highly mm-hmm. recommend it. I finished the Wayne Gacy tapes on, um, Netflix, I think. And then I was also listening to watching the meltdown on Netflix. It was really good. Um, um on the three mile three mile Island accident. And, um, it's behind my door, Jordan. Um, and then that led me to watch the old, it's behind my door in my bedroom. There is a broom behind the door. Dear God in heaven above. Um, so the meltdown is about, the Three Mile Island accident, and they mentioned the China, the movie The China Syndrome. So I went and watched The China Syndrome, um, and it was interesting. It was an old movie, um, but it was it was good. It was how much they mirrored each other was very very eerie and interesting and weird. Um, so anyway, it was it was. Um, I haven't finished Candy, and I haven't finished. The meltdown, but I also at work was able to catch up on podcasts. Um, so I listened to True Crime Garage, Tell Him Steve Dave, and then the philosophy of crime has dropped. And so I li- I on one of my walks this week, I listened to a bunch oh. of a bunch of those. Those are great because they're thirty minutes, but they're not great for work because you can't multitask and listen to them because there's a lot into yeah. each of them. But that's he's gotten less. Um, super heady like the first ones were like physics and crazy crap that I was like wait a minute what did he just say um, yeah. and these are more about you know philosophy and 
social movements that are happening right now and things that you hear about. It's just stuff like that. So it's it's been a little like more, oh, okay, I know this stuff, so I don't have to like, you know, learning physics. <laughs> I don't have to learn right. physics. I don't have to, I don't have to go, oh my gosh, wait, what? Um, right. So it's been interesting. And it's funny because the philosophy of crime, when he talked about how particles will bend and um, light will bend, but then it was bending before it, the person, you know, it'll turn a certain way and change direction if a person looked at it. It changes form. Right. But then it was changing form before it before a person looked at it, even though then the person looked at it. It's like when they slew it. It was like it was almost like the matter knew that the person in the future was going to actually look at it. Uh And it was all of this like weird time relativity and all kinds of craziness. And then on Tell Him Steve Dave, um, they were talking about a book that was talking about how fluid time is and how it's different and that there's like you would actually age slower when you're down closer to the ground and age quicker when you're higher up in the altitude because time huh. bends differently and all of this stuff. It was just, it was hysterical. Mm-hmm. Cause I was like, huh, I've already had this mind, mind meld. I don't know. This is, I've had this mind meld on crack. Right. Like they kind of scratched the surface of it, but I'd already had that deep dive with the philosophy of crime. And I'm like, you, you're not going to blow my mind like Renner did. I'm sorry. You're just not going to. Right. <laughs> just yes. can't help it. Um, so if you guys are having burnout and you don't just have to have burnout in your career, if you're having burnout in life and in roles, your roles in life can burn you out even. Um, pick up a, pick up a book, pick up a hobby, pick up a, pick up the phone, call a friend, call a therapist, get online and get one. And that's what I've been listening to. And that's all I've been listening to. So what have you been listening to, my friend? Um, I've been listening to our podcast. Yay. I listened to uh, Lulu. Yay. Um, Yes. Um, And I have been listening to uh, iHeartRadio. Yes. And I've been reading The Handmaid's Tale. Ah, it's so much better, isn't it? Oh my gosh, yes. There is a lot in there. A lot in there. It is so much that I'm actually, there are times I feel like I'm reading so slow because it's like I'm taking in Every word, mm-hmm. you know, it's, yeah, I, and it I makes, love, and then oh when, my gosh. and and I know what's going to happen. You're going to go back and rewatch it. I already know. I already know too that you're right because I've already said. Now wait a minute, I have to go back and watch because now I know exactly what episode. This, this is talking about right. what that was. And now I want to go back now that I've read it and watch it. And what's beautiful see. is that you know things and you'll see things and you'll be like, oh, or, that's what oh that, gosh, was. that was. Or, 
Yeah. Or, oh my gosh, that was there. And, oh my gosh, this was there because of that. Now, mm-hmm. oh, I know why. Yes. And, yes. And I it's, can't wait. It's one of those funny things that I, I usually, I don't like to, I like to read the book first because I don't want the movie characters or the TV characters to affect the book experience and, in my and head, af- right? Yes, because when you're yes. reading it, you cannot help but Joseph Fiennes character being Joseph Fiennes. You can't help. Yes. You and see you them already, in your head. You picture them a certain way from mm-hmm. the book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the accurate way, not the movie, the closest they could get to that. Right. Yeah, yes. but now, right now, as you're reading it, it's okay. But it's also a very interesting thing to watch something like that, then go back and read it, and it's playing in your head, and you're like, "Oh, that's Moira. Oh, that's you know." It's like those are, yeah. <laughs> and you've got those and people in your in your in your brain as you're reading. They're the characters playing these roles, you know. Yes. Yes. So yeah, that's that's what I've been. Good. That's what I've been listening to. Very good. All right. Anything that you want to end on? Are you good? I'm good. All right. We'll see you guys in the stacks next week. Yep. Until next week. I want to take a minute to thank you for listening, sharing, and engaging with us. Subscribing and following our social media pages. Your feedback is invaluable to us. It helps us to know the stories and chapters to seek out. It helps to make us better. And we can't tell you how much that means to us. You can find links to all of our social media pages and everywhere we can be streamed on our Flow page. That's www.flow.page slash not in the textbooks podcast. If you have a second, please go to Apple Podcasts to rate and review us. Five star, please. It really does help out the show. Remember, we're in the middle of figuring out the crazy stories of our lives, so create a little kindness. Show some love and compassion, and if you can't because your chapter is just too hard right now, we're here for you and we're rooting for you, so just Just keep going. We hope to see you back here in the stacks digging up some stories and chapters for next week.